0: Jackie, I'm 51 and I live in San Diego, California. I'm 5'2".
1: I'm Kelsey, I'm
0: 31 and I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm 6'4". Even though we have some gaps, we've been best friends through it all. Thanks for joining us on The Friend Gap. Hi guys, welcome back to The Friend
1: Gap. We're so
0: excited to be here again. We are excited. What a great week. Kelsey, what's going on in your world? Um, what is new
1: in my life? I don't really know.
0: Nothing's um, really new.
1: Basketball is Judd still playing basketball? He just had his last game, so that's over. Oh, okay. Last time or sometime, I think we talked about how I met this. Maybe this was off podcast, but row. I met a woman at Judd's basketball game, and I like introduced myself, and it was fun. It was kind of my first time like meeting a mom at a sporting event. And I just texted her today and said, hey, we want to have you guys over for dinner sometime.
0: Oh, wow. So,
1: Good job, Kels. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, it was great.
0: Love it, so, love it.
1: you know, we're making friends. What about you? What's What's new with you?
0: You know, Chase started tennis, so that's all in the works. Um, He's on the tennis team at his high school. So, just trying to balance that homework and tennis thing. So... That's kind of been a little bit of a stressor and my school is busy in midterms, you know, I'm in a block class, so finals that way and it just kind of been kind of crazy, but a good crazy, you know, super busy, but all good.
1: I need to see Chase play tennis. Oh my gosh.
0: It's fun. Yeah, it's really fun. He loves it.
1: That's awesome. Oh, this is new. This is an update. I need to tell you James swallowed a
0: marble. <laughs> Mm, bless his heart. And how did he feel about that? Did it kind of freak him out at all?
1: Oh, yes. Well, and it was, it was one of those great, you know, mom moments where you've been telling your kids not to do something that mm-hmm. day, and then they do it, and the bad thing you've been warning them about <laughs> happens, which... I I feel like that's a really great moment as a mom. It's just it's sad that a bad thing happened to my kid, but as long as they're okay in the end, I it just it's very fulfilling. Like, no, I I warned you about this. I was right. Right. (laughs) So it was very stressful. It was at bedtime and I'm very my kids like you they don't sleep with anything that's like string like or anything in their mouth. Like I'm very hypersensitive about that. And all day I'd been telling him not to put anything in his mouth, but especially at bedtime, you know, sure enough, he runs in to Mike's office that's upstairs. Judd is like screaming, crying. He's panicked. Um, and, you know, we knew right away what he had done. And so we're currently playing the, <laughs> the waiting game.
0: The, um, hey, you got to go potty? Great. Let's go, let's go check that out.
1: <laughs> it's not great. It's not ideal. All right. Okay, let's jump into our question. Enough about my child and his poor choices and <laughs> consequential bodily functions. There we go. Okay, our question today comes from Brienne, and she asked, so, hi, Brienne. Hi, so Brienne. Yay. Listeners, it's kind of fun. Um, she asks, how do you ask a potential friend for their phone number without feeling weird? Sometimes I'll meet someone like another mom at a park and have a nice interaction thinking, wow, this woman's really cool. But I just end up saying, well, it was great catching you today, or oh, sorry, that was weird. Well, it was great chatting with you. Have a nice day.
0: Mm, I like that. Well, can I grab this one? I'll start. Yeah, jump in. I remember times when I would be at the park or something or a function or whatever, and I would use my kids as the excuse. Like if I knew that it's like, wow, this girl, she was so fun. It was so much fun sitting here chatting. I would use the kids. I would say, Hey, you know, we should get our kids together. You know, do you want to come meet back at the park or is there something, you know, somewhere else you'd like to meet, but I think it would be fun to get them together. So kind of use it that way. I love that. Kind of, that would be my little segue. That's my, is that passive aggressive? Is that what you would maybe say, but <laughs> mm, that's like kind that's of a,
1: <laughs> has a way more negative connotation than what that was
0: <laughs> along those lines. I just feel like that would be a nice little soft, soft way of getting your number and being able to get back together.
1: Yeah. As someone that's, that is very outgoing, my fear is always like coming on too strong. Sure. So I feel like I would take that approach in an effort to not sound like a crazy person mm-hmm. that's inviting a stranger to my house. Right. Um but yeah, I I think you know, offering the park as you know, hey, do you come to the park on like a, a regular basis? I I'd, I'd love to catch you here again. It's so nice to be able to talk to somebody else while the kids play. Yeah. Um that's and I a good think one. yeah. I think that's great. I think the fact, Brianne, that you are talking to people at the park is great. Yeah. Um, I think especially with like our phones mm-hmm. and everything, like there's so many opportunities for you just to keep your head down and not interact with other people. So kudos to that.
0: Right. Good job. It's getting out but of the comfort zone.
1: Yeah. I think uh, creating another opportunity to, to catch them at the park or at like a a play place like a Mm -hmm. you know hey we we go to Chick-fil-A every Tuesday and I let the kids play you should meet us there sometime
0: yeah that's perfect
1: or you know text me hey you should text me next time you're coming to the park something like that keeping it low key keeping it park based because that's where your common ground is Mm -hmm. is a good way to kind of softball into a texting relationship
0: I love that you use the phrase softball
1: (laughs) teddy bear excuse me teddy bear
0: (laughs) thank you please i am a little traumatized by the softball
1: (laughs) yes if you don't understand the softball teddy bar teddy bear situation (laughs) make sure you go listen to last week's episode with our husband because jackie was ready for mike to just be throwing (laughs) tennis ball or softballs at her so we changed it to teddy bears to avoid any trauma
0: Jackie. <laughs> oh my gosh can we talk about how fun that was that was such a great oh episode gosh. they were so cute <laughs> it was awesome yes, they were
1: adorable i can't wait to have them on again we just need to think of another reason to have them on
0: oh we'll come up with something yeah it will be good. probably
1: need to give them time to recover though sure yeah
0: bless them bless them bless them bless
1: them Okay, let's dive into today's episode. Yay.
0: Oh, we're going back. I'm so
1: excited. We are going back. Okay, Jackie. Yes. What year what year were you born?
0: 1971. And let me and tell you, 1971 is when everything started to happen. <laughs> of course. The 70s. I mean, seriously, as we go through, you just wait. You're going to see. You're going to see That's that true. it all started with me. <laughs>
1: It did. Jackie was born and the world <laughs> thought it's about to get real. That's right. Um, okay, and I, I wish we had some video content. You guys can't see, but Jackie is wearing her vintage nineteen seventy one shirt. Just no for this year, episode. I you. need one of those. Oh, you do. I, that should be great. It'd be great if I had a friend that sent me one.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that. That was the hint. I took it. You know, the funny yeah. thing about my shirt is to see people's faces and to do the math. Like, honestly, they'll look at it and they'll kind of be like, and you can see them mouthing 1971. And I'm just wondering, really in their brain, are you doing the math to see how old I am? Well, that's the thing. Why does the 70s
1: still feel like it was just 30 years ago?
0: Oh, does it feel like it was 30 like, years ago? I, I-
1: it does for me. It does. Wow. Yeah. It totally does. Like when I think about 1970, I'm like, oh, yeah, 30 years. Oh, wait, no. It's almost like calculating mm-hmm. that in my brain stopped at 2000. Sure. And maybe that's because the early 2000s were like really the, probably the most influential in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I was a young teen becoming a teenager. Like that's a lot of my core memories are from that mm-hmm. time. So I, I struggle with anything. Yeah. Like to think that. Yeah.
0: I watch like. We're going to talk a lot about the different things from each of our growing up and our different eras, but I look back and, um, see the things that I remember as a kid, like commercials and listen to jingles. And it seems to me like it was so very, I think it was so very long ago, but I feel like things have come so far. Things are so different Mm. than they were when I was a kid. It's just, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. My baloney has a first name, it's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name, it's M-A-Y-E-R. Oh, I love to eat it every day, and if you ask me why I'll say. Cause Oscar Meyer has a way with A. Oscar Meyer, the first name in Bologna. How's that?
1: Okay, so we 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 don't talk history, we don't talk politics no. on this podcast, Mm-mm. but tell us just very briefly, what was just generally going on in the 1970s that would be
0: important? Probably the key thing that if you think about anything political in the 70s was Nixon and Watergate. Mm, yes. <laughs> and I mean, I don't remember, obviously, I mean, Watergate happened in 1974, I was three years old, so... I mean, I remember later hearing about it when I was in elementary and history class and whatnot, but it's, I love how, too, from the 70s, lots of phrases become more of like for future events. So, Watergate what else like yes. has come from that word Watergate yeah. right and
1: then jumping jumping forward to the 90s it was Lewinsky Gate yeah and then I don't know very much about Watergate or Lewinsky Gate but I do believe <laughs> I know a lot about Deflategate <laughs> right. that happened recently with Tom Brady and the Patriots yeah. so yes that was that was just just the coining of the word gate mm-hmm. in relation to big events like that is was huge yeah um, okay so I looked up a couple things. That need to be said. Perfect. So, $100 in 1970 would be over $700 today.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Isn't that wild? That is wild. And then 90 a $100 would be just over $200. Hmm. So, that's a huge that jump in big. those 20 years. Yeah, that is big. Um, okay. And then... A gallon of gas. What do you think a gallon of gas was in 1970?
0: Okay. That's going to be hard because I remember when I was a teenager and I was That's driving. Thing. You were just a baby. <laughs> I was just a baby. So obviously I don't remember. The first time that I remember kind of noticing because I began to drive and I had to pay for my own gas, it was like 90, 98 cents. I probably remember probably 95. Yeah. So I don't know how much that would have changed from the 70s yeah. to the 80s but probably I would probably venture in the 90s 90 cents range
1: Oh no no in 1970 so the start of the 70s it was 36 <gasps> cents per gallon of gas 36,
0: 36 cents. cents
1: Yeah oh it was insane and then by 1979 so the end of the decade we were up to 86 cents
0: That is a jump It's because yes, of that and water then date. jump
1: forward Watergate, stupid Nixon. <laughs> oh, bless
0: his heart. Let's blame it all on Nixon.
1: No. Bless, bless his heart. heart. Okay, and then in 1990, the, a gallon of gas was a dollar Oh my goodness! And then by the end, it actually was down. From 90 to 1999, it was down to one twenty-two. This is, you know, obviously averages across the country. Yeah,
0: we don't want to talk about now and how expensive gas is and and whatnot. Ugh. Especially <laughs> no, in California. But it's just depressing. So let's stick
1: to the 70s. Just kidding. Oh my gosh, I am curious though. What's a gallon of gas
0: for you right now? Four sixty-eight. Stop it. Yeah. We did get we're down like into the $3. threes again, but now we're back up.
1: We're in the low threes.
0: And it got up to over $6. So we've had goo. some goo. Thank goodness for our electric car.
1: Um. Okay, something else I thought was interesting. Um... In 1970, the first Jumbo Jet, 747, made its maiden voyage from New York to London.
0: Wow. See, what did I tell you? The 70s. Right. Was,
1: <laughs> right? Everything. That was just in preparation of your birth the next year.
0: Right. Something like that.
1: That's so great. Yeah. Okay. That is good. Okay. So we have a lot of categories. We're, we're done with the history and the politics. That's oh, wait. No. Man. 90s. Well, I did. I talked about uh Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Correct. That was a that was a big deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um Do you remember when you yeah. started
0: driving how much gas was? No. Not at all. Really? That's funny. No, I also didn't pay for my
1: own gas did you pay for your own yes. gas yes hello
0: that's yeah. okay let's talk about that. parenting mm. parenting styles in the 70s versus the 90s we held okay, our, first of all we were held accountable just- oh shut your face you're <laughs> a jerk Aww. just kidding just
1: kidding <laughs> um okay okay <laughs> so What's your, what's your birth order? Where do you fall in your family?
0: I'm the youngest because it was just my brother and I.
1: That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Okay. So I think birth order, I think has a big deal to do with it. So I'm the youngest of five. My siblings were, my oldest siblings were both born in the late Uh seventies. So I, I always say that my parents were just tired of like,
0: Fighting yeah, it. that's kind of how it goes. I think. I mean, I think about my kids too. Che though, he we're a little bit softer with Chase, and he's our youngest, so it kind of <laughs> I can see how that goes. Yeah, so
1: that's the thing with the youngest—you get softer. And I didn't pay for my own gas. <laughs> um, I didn't really. Also, I feel like my relationship in high school and when I was like first starting to drive really changed because. Our house burned down. Right. So that was just... and I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about that someday. But it was
0: just a weird... That was a weird Mm -hmm. thing. Things were... It was special circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's get started in on some fun. Some fun of our different times where we grew up.
1: So we have different categories that we're going to go through. Um, Some we might talk more about and have more fun with. And others we might breeze on through. But... Um, Jackie, Mm -hmm. let's start with toys. What were some influential toys for you as a seventies kid?
0: So I remember, um, my Etch-a-Sketch. Oh, and I know they still have them now, but, and I don't know, I don't know when it came out, but that was one of my most favorite things was my Etch-a-Sketch. Well, I can't say it was one of my most favorite things. I remember it mostly. And, um, if you played with it a lot, it would get stuck and so (laughs) sometimes when you would shake it to erase everything certain parts wouldn't erase so like I had this permanent little spot that just wouldn't ever go away so then you start kind of like drawing around it and making it part of your art but I loved my etch-a-sketch I could do that for hours I love that etch-a-sketch for me was so infuriating though
1: but it was the precursor to the one that was like the magnet. Oh yeah, that you like drew mm-hmm. with the pen, and that was bigger for me.
0: Got it. Yeah, I love that. Um, I did have an easy bake oven.
1: And- oh yes, Judd, we just got Judd <gasps> an easy bake oven last no Christmas. No way.
0: They're a little yes. bit different now than where when they mm-hmm. were back in the day. Um, and looking at them now and seeing how they actually work. Is a whole little. It's kind of like, hmm, okay. You're just yeah, basically... There's a clip
1: from Friends, which is very, very, my growing up.
0: What's in the boxes down here, but I do know that there are six or seven easy bake ovens in the attic. I used to love to play restaurant. Eh, not as much as you love to play uncooked batter eater. It is
1: unreasonable to expect a child to wait for a light bulb to cook brownies.
0: So, I think That's funny. we'll insert that. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
1: Okay. Um, one for me that was just the best was the Tamagotchi. The little. Tomahoo? You're looking at me like you have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. The, it was a Tamagotchi, and it's just a little like egg shaped, and it was on a keychain. So you could, like put it on your backpack. Some kids had like 15 on their backpack, and it was an animal that you had to keep alive.
0: 15? They would have a, swear, a more than one. You would
1: have. Yes. Multiple. They're really little, tiny little screen and just like four buttons uh-huh. and it would get hungry and you'd have to feed it. Oh and gosh. it was like taking care of this little animal and it died constantly. <laughs> like kids were waking up in the middle of the night to make sure that their Tamagotchi Shit. was alive. And like, you know, how, how long your Tamagotchi was alive was like the biggest brag Wow, ever. It was such a flex. That's... So yeah, Tamagotchis huh. are a big deal, which you can actually buy a Tamagotchi right now um for
0: nine ninety nine. oh my gosh vintage 1990s oh, a vintage Tamagotchi one. got it yeah do you got a Tamagotchi like a real Tamagotchi because you know I Tamagotchi if you tamagotchi. me oh no it died I love that the 90s is vintage now Oh, yeah. So sad. So weird. So, so sad. The yeah. 70s is vintage. <laughs> That's really, really
1: vintage. Um, your husband's texting me right now apologizing for vacuuming during this episode, <laughs> um, which is so cute that he's doing that. Um, but he's also talking about the bloopers and the outtakes that I sent on our group chat from last week's episode, and it's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> he loves they it. Were he's a good so supporter.
0: Fun. He's a good supporter.
1: He is. He's He's a, definitely, both of them are good sports. Yeah.
0: Okay what's next on your list barbie oh yeah yeah. i didn't um i just i didn't have too many of them but um i had a neighbor that had every possible barbie she had the barbie house she had the barbie car i did get the barbie ferrari later on um kind of like i don't know it was later in elementary school but I remember the reason why I probably didn't have a whole lot is I cut my Barbie's hair because I had short hair. I, my mom, bless her sweetheart, single mom, she just didn't have time to really mess with my hair, so I always had short hair, and so I wanted Barbie to match me. <laughs>
1: I'm so glad that that's the reason that you yeah. cut your Barbie's hair because a lot of times... <laughs> The way that little girls would treat their dolls was a reflection of how they felt about themselves. Oh. So girls that were like gouging their Barbie's eyes out. <gasps> it's like a huge psychological thing. I'm a I was a psych major. Um yeah. That's so I'm really scary. glad that you added that piece in. Oh my god. <laughs> it was because you wanted it to look like you. So the ultimate look like doll. Well, it became this. Mm-hmm. The American Girl Dolls mm. came out in the 90s. And I, this is so weird. I never owned a doll. Really? Like I was never, I I never had a doll of my own. My sister had Barbies and like I would play with them every Mm -hmm. once in a while, but that was never my thing. I was definitely a tomboy. That was totally my thing. But I remember American Girl dolls were a huge deal and the books. I had the complete collection of American Girl doll books. I loved reading them. Kit, loved Kit, Mm -hmm. the whole deal. Loved those books. They were so fun.
0: Had they been out pretty much as you were a kid? Because I can remember. Wait, are you talking
1: about the dolls or the books?
0: Well, didn't a book come with each doll?
1: Oh, is that how it works? Yes.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know. That was embarrassing. That's okay.
1: Um. Okay, so yeah, Felicity was 1991. Samantha was 1986. So these did, they uh, came out before the 90s okay. technically. Sure. But this was, this was like the it, doll that every absolutely. kid
0: wanted. Yeah
1: um Kirsten was 1986
0: I remember how Um, pricey they were and so that's maybe why I didn't get them
1: well and then as as you got older and this was definitely when I was past the age of of wanting an American girl you could custom order the American girl doll to look like you
0: oh my gosh hair
1: color eye color all of that and I do love I feel like the American girl dolls I don't know this for a fact but I feel like they were kind of the first to make like inclusive dolls of of like dolls with disabilities Mm -hmm. and things like that and I do just love that like yeah that's sweet making sure that the little girl that wants a look like doll can really truly have a look look like doll Mm -hmm. that has you know a wheelchair or different things like that I think that's really cool that's awesome
0: okay
1: um okay another big one on my list was Polly Pockets
0: oh Morgan had Polly Pockets I still have all of her Polly Pockets Okay, that's so cute. Are you the mom? Are you are you the mom that holds on to everything? Not everything. I keep I've kept um just their favorite, kind of like one major favorite toy. Just to be able to have you know, for my grandbabies.
1: I love that. Oh my gosh, I can't even think about you being a grandma. I'm no. so excited.
0: <laughs> Can I be in the delivery room? <laughs> that, Morgan might let me. Morgan might let you. I don't uh I don't know. She's pretty I'll stay in the corner. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting down for a front row view.
1: I'll respectfully be in the corner.
0: I'm going to have to ask her that question. I don't even know if, well, I want to say, I don't know if I would be in the room, but I want, I kind of believe that I would be, but I, I'm just, I'm a little, I don't know.
1: I didn't have my mom in the room and I ended up, yeah, I ended up with C-sections. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because of my husband's personality, I was worried that he would want to take a step back if my mom was there. Sure. Like my mom is very respect. Like my mom would not get like try to insert herself, but I feel like he'd be like, Oh, well, Karen's here.
0: I yeah, don't know. Sweet Hopefully. Karen. Love Karen.
1: But yeah, make sure Morgan knows that I am <laughs> ready. Ready on she the can, call. She can even zoom me in. Whatever oh she wants God. to do. <gasps> Let's live stream her. let live Just stream. Kidding. That was weird. Oh, that, too far. Too Loved Polly Pockets. Mine had a little stamper on it. It was great. They were tiny. The pieces would get lost. It was awful.
0: Yeah, they are pretty tiny. What about you? Um, Kind of like in the same, well, I don't know if it's in the same realm, but mine were the Fisher Price Schoolhouse. Ooh, good one. Yeah. And I remember they're so different now. And even when my kids, um, because Colton and Morgan had the school, the house, the fire station, I mean, there was like a whole bunch, but. Um, the people were so different. Like these little wood pegs with just the little bobble head and um little hair piece. You know, look like that was their hair, but it looked like a little toupee. They were great. That's so I cute. loved them. I absolutely loved my fish price stuff.
1: So I know that this one is on both of our lists, but the ViewMaster. <gasps> Tell me about the ViewMaster for you.
0: So I would get. I got my Viewmaster and then I would, my sweet mom, bless her heart. She worked so hard and we really didn't have a ton, but um. I would want new Viewmaster reels. You know, they're like little circle things you put them in and I mean animals and just like lots of different things. And then they started coming out with little bit more themed ones and I would... <laughs> I would go to my dad and I would say, dad, I want some more Viewmaster things. And he would totally just like, okay. I was his little princess. My parents were divorced. So I used what it was that I wanted. Yes. And I, uh, not good. Not a not good, good move. But I felt. Well, you were a little girl. I was a little girl. But I loved that. And that's the thing I remember about my Viewmaster is I love my Viewmaster. But I always wanted new. Reels, because, I mean, you can sit and click and go through, and it's like, okay, I want new ones.
1: So, you're going to be so excited about what I'm about to tell you. You can make Viewmasters today, like, with your own pictures. What? I just, I know. I, um, my best friend from, from Kaysville, JC, it was just her birthday, we do birthday gifts, and... We should talk about that someday. Birthday like, gifts? Do you do birthday gifts yeah. or not? Because every friendship's a little different. Yep. Um I I sent her a ViewMaster, and but you like you put in your own pictures. So it's a bunch of pictures of me.
0: Cute.
1: Um, no, not just pictures of me. It's but so cute. So cute.
0: That's a cute idea. I like that.
1: So I need to the website is 3dimage.com mm-hmm. and you can go and design your own reels and It'll send. You can do like the set that has the viewmaster and the reel, or just oh my gosh! Reel. So wow. I sent her a viewmaster and a reel, and then a gift certificate for the amount of a new reel, so mm-hmm. she can go and like make one of like her kids yeah. or whatever she wants. But I loved that because that was so yeah, our childhood. Like I, I didn't ever get new ones. I think that was probably a toy that my siblings had mm-hmm. that was just kind of still there. Yeah, but I remember. I mean, clicking that mm-hmm. loved it
0: awesome
1: absolutely loved that okay um beanie babies (laughs) were i I mean i feel like that's all you have to say yeah it was the craze the hallmark store Mm -hmm. sold them which was right next door to our grocery store and we would go in and i i remember the the true belief that every 90s kid had that they would be worth millions of dollars yeah
0: oh absolutely my kids had beanie babies Morgan. The yeah, first one was the pug dog. Oh, so cute. Loved him. I loved, loved him. him. I loved him. I thought they were super cute. So mine was Cabbage Patch. If you think about Beanie Babies and the craze that that made, Cabbage Patch was ridiculous. Like, I remember wanting one so bad. And my mom stood in line at ZCMI in Salt Lake City.
1: Oh, ZCMI.
0: And they sold out. She couldn't get it. And the only thing that she could get me was a knockoff. And I remember being a That's little so disappointed. Sweet. I mean, it was, it looked like a Cabbage Patch, but it just wasn't the same. It just was yeah, So I had a knockoff Cabbage Patch and, oh my gosh, they were, I remember how huge they were. Such a big craze.
1: Yeah. Did you know that there is a Cabbage Patch Factory in Georgia? <gasps> Where you can go and see your cabbage patch doll be born. It's kind of creepy. It's kind of weird. Wow. I don't. I don't. I don't love it, <laughs> but it happens.
0: I don't love the idea of it, but it happens. Um. Huh.
1: Yeah. And and it's born from from like a cabbage patch, which is so weird. And you can watch it, and you get like a birth certificate. It's a whole thing. I hate it. I hate every second of it. But we're here. Mm. Yeah. Um Pokemon cards. (laughs) I I hate everything about it. So my my embarrassing story about Pokemon cards. Oh, this is so embarrassing. I can't believe I'm saying this on the podcast. When I was in first grade. There's so much so many feelings are coming up right here. My throat about this I wanna throw up. Um, I kinda had a crush on a boy, and I will not even say his name on here because
0: you never know who's listening.
1: Well, this was this is an embarrassing crush. This was not great. Um and he liked Pokémon, so I pretended to know and love Pokémon. And of course I didn't. I hated it. It was not who I was as a person. It was not who I wanted to be as a person. It was <laughs> nothing. It was just awful. But that was really my beginning and end was in first grade. I was like, "Hey, I you like I I love Pokémon, right? That whole vibe." Yeah. You, you oh, yeah. On. Yep. Um and that was it, but my mother-in-law just like you saves everything that my husband like ever touched. So I have binders. Oh wait,
0: I gave you did. Pokemon cards to your son. You did. Chase, yeah, and he yes. he loved Pokemon cards. And I will say he still has a couple in his wallet. <laughs> he just Oh my gosh, I love that. I mean, yeah, but he gave all of his away to um our good friend in Provo to her son when we moved, but yeah, he loved them. He loved yeah. them. And I remember Mike sitting so down with him and going through with them. He was like Oh yeah, Mike. Yeah. yeah. He loved them. <laughs> so cute. He
1: absolutely loved them. We had a friend come over and Judd kinda likes to look through the binder. Mm-hmm. And our friend was like, Have you like gone online to see if like what these are worth? And Mike was like, No. And he's like, Yeah, like you probably have a couple thousand bucks sitting here. Sure. Which blows my mind. Yeah, that is crazy. Blows
0: my mind. Okay. So I don't know how, if this is like super in line with kind of comparable to your Pokemon cards, but, um, the light bright, (laughs) I loved that thing. And again, it's another refillable thing. So it's just like, once you do a whole bunch, but I would get then just plain paper and, you know, or like a coloring book paper and put it behind it and punch out my little, uh, little picture, but I loved my light bright. It was, a fun I forgot
1: thing. that there was the paper element. Uh-huh.
0: Like,
1: I forgot that aspect of it. Yeah.
0: I don't know how they are now. I don't know if they still have that paper element or if they've kind of upped their game and changed it a little bit. Um, my kids yeah. didn't have one growing up, but yeah,
1: I think ours, I mean, it was just leftover from siblings. Um, I forgot the paper element of it. I feel like those took a dip in like the 2010s maybe maybe 2000s too mm-hmm. but they they they're having a major resurgence sure right now
0: yeah no um, new ideas no new ideas no, yeah
1: no we're just <laughs> we're recycling things and that's great <laughs> i remember our light bright was had a dead bulb in it oh. nearly my entire childhood sure did I ever ask my dad for a light bulb? No. Why would I? Like, no. But I just remember this dead light bright was in our house for my entire life.
0: And all it took was a 60 watt
1: light bulb. Right? Not a big deal, Not but here we are. Deal. Okay, last on our toys, and Mike actually threw this one out yo yo's. Mm. Specifically, the professional yo yoer who came to our school. And did insane yo yo tricks and then peddled his yo yo's <laughs> to elementary age children. Why were we letting this happen? They were, but he, I remember, like, he was selling them. Yes. Yeah, so he would come, it, it was an assembly. The kids would come in and he would do these insane yo yo tricks, like set to music. It was like a whole act. I should try to find a video of it. And then for like a few days after school, he was there, like selling his yo yo's. Like, oh you gosh. could go see it, fall in love with yo yo's, go home, tell your parents bring money and he had an array of yo-yos to purchase i don't know if this man had a background check i have no idea who was allowing him to come and peddle yo-yos at the elementary school but you better believe it happened and i bought a yo-yo and man i was going to be a professional yo-yoer i'm sure for you know four seconds of my life but it was
0: great i loved it the yo-yo well we had the uh, jump ropers so they would come and we would Sit and watch them jump rope, and then we would have these jump rope clinics. Jump roping was big. Jump roping was big in the seventies. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. Could you
1: double? Could you double double that?
0: I sure could. I I loved. I could never. That was probably my biggest thing at recess that I loved to do was jump rope.
1: Yeah. Do you remember any of the jump rope songs?
0: Um, I know that I tried. Like when my kids were little, I I did. I can't really remember now, but yeah
1: I remember Cinderella dressed in yellow went upstairs to kiss a fella <laughs> made a mistake and kissed a snake how many doctors will it take One. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow so good
1: job Kels That's awesome that's, did that's you jump rope a lot in elementary yeah, yeah so so we actually the the jump ropers came to our school too hmm um, so t- turns out that lasted at least twenty years. So we nailed it.
0: <laughs> nailed it. Um,
1: but we we added yo yoers in as well. But they they were like kids in these mm-hmm. yo-yo troops. Yeah. Like are these carnival kids? Like do these kids not have school? What oh, are they you mean doing? the jump rope? They were. Yeah, like the pro- the professional jump ropers. Yeah, they came. were kids. Kids in the yeah. group. And I I it wasn't local. They were traveling around the country. So this is this is an elevated version of circus kids that are homeschooled <laughs> and just jump roping across the country. <laughs> That's, I am concerned. I I would love, I would love if someday a professional yo-yo kid from back in the day would listen to this podcast and reach out because I would love to know what your childhood was like.
0: It must have been wonderful I though. I mean, imagine okay, all you're, you're doing jump, is...
1: You're a professional jump roper. All
0: you're doing is jumping rope and you're in pretty good shape. I love it. Love it.
1: So yeah, I, I jump roped. Um, it was, it was great. I was
0: never great at double Dutch. I would, I would think that probably... See, it was great for me because I was tiny. I was like really super short, and so I could just get in there. Flipping for the bird right now. (laughs) That's an element. I was
1: real tall and not not tiny, not petite, not tiny. (laughs) No one ever, no one ever lost me. Nope. I did get I did get offered alcohol at a very young age. So, oh you know, my gosh, that's a you whole other story. And... I was jumping rope.
0: <laughs> Kels was getting offered alcohol. Okay. <laughs> What's next? Okay,
1: let's we're going to move on. Our next category is technology.
0: Oh yeah. It was very what do you limited, remember? Skit? Very limited in my day. <laughs> um I I think that there's a little bit of a um theme going here. My mom was a teacher. So I'm like looking and thinking about my list and I'm like, yeah, okay. A speak and spell. I loved my speak and spell and I am giving credit to my speak and spell for being high up in this in the uh, spelling bee in elementary because <laughs> I would practice on my speak and spell. I love that. And I rocked it in spelling. I'm, yeah, you did. It did just... I give all credit to that way to go. That's so great. Hasbro. (laughs) I don't know if that's who made it, but
1: Hasbro, please don't sue us.
0: Oh, shoot.
1: Okay. A big thing that came out in the nineties was AOL dial up. (laughs) Let's put that audio clip in. You've got mail.
0: You've got mail.
1: Oh, I love that movie.
0: <gasps> That's a I good that movie. movie. That was way later.
1: So with that became AIM, AOL Instant Messaging. Um, that was just so iconic and the away messages and, and just all of that. I remember
0: that was a big deal.
1: What video game did you play?
0: Atari. Well, anything Ooh, on Atari. Sorry. We loved our Atari. What we had- were the
1: iconic Atari games?
0: Um, Pac-Man. Oh, stop it. Galaga and oh, okay. the I duck game. So you would plug in the little gun and then, oh, no, that was on the Nintendo. wasn't That it? was Nintendo. That was Nintendo. Sorry.
1: Yeah. I was a Nintendo that kid. That was later.
0: Um, Yeah. And they were like the big, another thing too about the 70s is eight tracks. And we can talk about this in music. <laughs> but yes. the Atari games were kind of like a big old eight track and you just put it right in the top and... Yeah, there you go. And it was the joystick-ish type controller.
1: Yes. Um. So growing up, my parents didn't. We didn't do video games, mm. but my brother had. Again, he was born in the late '70s. He had like the first Nintendo. Not even a Super Nintendo. It was like the first Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And though they were the same, like cartridges that yeah. you put in. Um. But they were like the very iconic black, gray D-pad with the red buttons that is yeah super sure. iconic now. So. Because my parents never bought like new video games for us growing up, I that's what I played. So I totally identify with that, like the first Nintendo, Super Mario Bros., mm-hmm. um, Duck Hunt. Yeah, it was great. I loved that. Um, but in the '90s, the Game Boy came out. So the personal Game Boy with the little tiny cartridges, and I had friends that had that. I remember, I remember playing that at sleepovers. Oh, sleepovers! Do people do sleepovers anymore? No. Very polarizing topic, I think. Yeah.
0: It's I think opinionated. I
1: think Mike and I, yeah. I think Mike and I disagree on sleepovers, maybe. So, but we're not yet at the age of our kids where we have to tackle that sure. <laughs> mountain. Um, okay, so phones. Mm. What what phone did you use as a kid?
0: On the wall with about a 20-foot cord. <laughs> yeah. So the phone I really to become yeah. cordless. <laughs>
1: The phone I, like, really remember growing up was, was cordless, but my parents always had a corded one by their bed because those, if the power went out, those weren't affected, right? Mm-hmm. So we always had one of those. Um, and I remember those corded phones, they had the see-through one that you could buy so you could, like, see the inner workings of the phone, and that was, like, all the rage. Everyone oh. wanted a see-through phone. I never had one, but everyone wanted one. Um Oh, but I remember my dad... I think this was when my sister was like coming back home from college. So I was in like elementary school, kindergarten, first, second grade. She would be on the phone all the time over the summer. And I th- I think that was when my dad was like, I'm getting a second line, but it's just for me. Like, yeah. Your friends did not be calling this line, but it was, so it was a corded one. It was behind the microwave. It was like, this whole thing but the ringer was too high pitched for my dad to hear it so he could never hear his own line ringing so i remember as a kid yelling at my dad your phone's ringing and none of us wanted to answer it because we knew it was just for my dad right. but i remember answering it and being like yes hold on
0: that's so like hold
1: on i'll go find him
0: until call waiting so came in funny. i don't oh know gosh, when call yeah. waiting came about
1: but i we call waiting was always a part of my childhood yeah, and like not my, um caller id like the little separate caller mm-hmm. id box yeah that was and later it came on the handsets.
0: So. oh no it was just you'd call and you'd get a busy signal and you'd hit the receiver and just let go dial again beep you know get the busy signal hang up i mean i remember just yes. sitting there and trying over and over again especially radio stations and we'll talk about that in music too that's so much fun
1: oh yes i can't wait okay. I even yeah I remember busy signals and I, I got a busy signal the other day I called a restaurant and I oh. got a busy signal and I was like are you kidding me <laughs> this is like literally 40 years <laughs> in the past that we're <laughs> jumping right now well, what are we doing
0: who has a landline oh, obviously right. businesses do but
1: businesses it's sometimes kind of funny do, to, which is... to hear that every
0: once in a while yeah okay um
1: Bill Nye the science guy
0: Bill Nye the science guy Bill Nye
1: He was a huge part of my childhood. I mean, when that when that TV on that cart rolled out into the into your classroom and you knew you had a Bill Nye the Science Guy video coming on, you were it was great. He branded himself so well.
0: Yeah, I don't really remember Bill Nye. Okay, so when I was a kid, I remember my um, dad gave me for Christmas a Walkman. It was the Sony Walkman, and it was yellow, and I. Had cassettes and just (laughs) loved listening to my music on my little Walkman. And I remember in his car he had an eight-track. So in the seventies, it was little cassettes were a little bit later, but it started out with the eight tracks. And we had Neil Diamond, we had Olivia (laughs) Newton-John. We they were the best. They were absolutely the best. They took up a lot of room. I remember his case of his eight tracks <laughs> looked like a little miniature, you know, suitcase. But they were the best. Good way to listen to music.
1: I love that. I had a Walkman growing up, too. And then, of course, it switched into the Discman and and all of that. But, I, I mean, I remember the whole the whole joke about, like, jogging. Oh, yeah. Or even riding in a car mm-hmm. with, a, with a Discman. It would just skip all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I called my sister last night and I asked her if I could tell this story on the podcast. <laughs> so we were driving on a family road trip in Southern Utah. So very, very hot desert, the whole nine, my sister and I, I'm sure we were fighting in the back of the car. Cause that's what we did. Um, we were, we were very, two very contentious girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, or I don't know, maybe her volume was too loud, but I, I would bet you, I would bet you a lot of money that we were fighting. Um, but my dad, for some reason, took her Discman away and like got mad at her and was like, give it to me, took it away, (laughs) put it on the dashboard of our Suburban. No, he didn't.
0: It melted. Oh my gosh. She was devastated, devastated. But like
1: any, like any good, proud dad was, he was like, well, you shouldn't have been fighting. (laughs) And I loved that because it's true. <laughs> I totally feel that my kids get hurt, and I'm like, "Well, wow. I told you four days ago to be careful." <laughs> uh, no, it was great, oh. and it was it was a devastating moment for her. So yeah, she had to listen to the the family music. So the sad rest of that vacation. So so sad.
0: Yeah, they so would sad. jump, and you would get scratches on your CDs. And they were, I, oh yeah, they were not. I don't feel like they were the best invention. A portable no. disc discman. I mean, sure, it's no. a great idea, but somebody didn't think but that man, one through. <laughs>
1: storing man, storing CDs versus storing uh-huh. cassettes. Yep. Very different. Very different. And the re- the rewinding of the cassettes with the oh, pencil or yeah. the, the fixing it when it would get yep. all weird.
0: Going back to like the radio and being on the phone and calling into the radio station to request a song. I would call in and it would get a busy signal. So you just like sit and hit the receiver and redial and, re- you know, just doing that until you get through to the radio station so that you could request a song because you were recording so I'd have my big boom box with my tape in there and I would hit record I'd hit record and pause and then as soon as it came on you unpause it so that you could record your favorite song totally fun oh my gosh I love cassettes we have a ton of cassettes but we don't have anything to um, play them on I need to find an old boom box (laughs) oh
1: making a mixtape like making a playlist for someone now no, but like a mixtape was such a romantic gesture it because was. of the insane effort that you had to go through Huge to make
0: a mixtape mm-hmm. from the radio. Mm-hmm.
1: Like this was not, this, this was not child's play. It this took was a long love. time
0: too. I mean, it's not like now where we yeah. can sit down and go through Spotify or Apple music and pull out the songs that you like and make a playlist. No, it took weeks yeah. to listen to the radio and to come to your song yeah. to be able to record it these
1: are the, these are the eight songs that i f- i love you for right
0: and wow and sometimes it took so, longer because yeah. you did both sides a and b
1: i still don't understand how that whole a and b side thing works like why is flipping it over give you something new <laughs> it's the same tape <laughs> <laughs> playing it backwards no um, it's science will it all- <laughs> never understand <laughs> No, it's because it's when you flip it, it's the same. It's, it's still the same
0: tape. <laughs> it's playing. It, never mind. It's playing it on the other <laughs> side of the of the tape of the string of tape.
1: Okay, we're gonna move on from Kelsey's stupidity. It's okay. Um. Okay. Uh. Google was started in the nineties.
0: Yeah, but Apple which... started in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Okay.
1: Are we gonna fight that? <laughs> we can fight that. We can fight that all day. On. No, it's um you don't apple anything, but you Google everything. There you go. You got it. Uh, did, I, did I win? No, no, that, <laughs> well whatever. Let's no, see. nobody owns the Google phone. If anyone if anybody that's listening to our podcast owns a Google phone, I don't know. I'll give you a hundred dollars. What? <laughs> that's the Pixel?
0: That's, uh, yeah, who who owns a Pixel? I don't know. But they say I don't know
1: anybody. Say- I, I don't want to be friends with anybody that doesn't own an iPhone. Because <laughs> you don't get the blue just bubbles. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. If you don't give me the dang blue bubbles, I just don't know if we can be friends. Which is funny because your husband he doesn't. doesn't have blue bubbles. Nope. And it kills me. So I provide tech support for my parents. They call me when they need anything. And finally, I told my dad, I was like, you can't have anything but an iPhone iPhones are very Mm user-friendly and it's because there's limited capabilities. Like, you know, whatever, it's not as customizable. I get it. But I told him, I was like, if I'm going to provide you tech support, (laughs) you have to have an iPhone. I am an Apple tech supporter. So yeah, I don't, I don't support Android devices. (sighs) No, I, I mean, please, I'm, I'm a total Apple kid. So I think we're probably, we're probably at equals with the Apple and Google foundings. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first iMac computer came out in the nineties though. Really?
0: Yeah, the The official iMac. I remember my mom had, she was a teacher again, and she at her school in her classroom, she had an apple, but it looked like a cone head, (laughs) like the whole back tube of it. And it was like, they had them in colors. Like you could get your surrounding component, not the screen, but this little band that went around the screen in a different color. And hers was like a bluish color. But that sucker yes. was heavy, and that was, like, for one sure. of the first Apple computers. But, yeah. I love that. That's so, so fun. So
1: fun. Okay, our next section is food. Mm. Iconic 90s food. Go ahead. What, what, what was iconic for you? Or, Godfather's
0: 70s. Pizza. Um, I don't even know what that is. Is that a national chain? Godfather's Pizza? I don't know if it was national, but it was pizza to me. It was great. They had the... What? Um, kind of like the buffet ish pizza buffet ish, but you didn't have that. That was like an option or you had like your normal, we would always go there after we went skiing. That was kind of like our place to go. All right. Well, Godfather's pizza. I didn't, I didn't even know.
1: Um, hard Rock, Ca- hard rock cafe for me was a big one. My dad loved the, the pins, right? Oh yeah. The pins, uh-huh. the souvenirs from all of the hard rock cafes. So sure. when we would travel or go anywhere, we always had to hit the hard rock. That was very nineties for me. Um oh, jumping back to pizza, for me it was Pizza Hut mm-hmm. and they had a book it club. So if you like read a certain number of books or something, you got like a gift certificate from your school. Yes. And so you could go and get a personal pan pizza yep. for free. And it was, it was awesome. It was actually an incredible promotion. And I, in getting ready for this episode, I was researching some of that and how influential that program was for so many kids to encourage reading across the country. You know what I just,
0: you know what I just realized that the reason why all of (laughs) your things as a child are reminiscent for me is yes, I was around and whatnot, but I was newly married with children. So like when Stop Colton it. and Morgan were little, I mean, he was born in 98, yeah. well, so you, granted, but I remember that. No, it's, yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, he's only seven years younger than me.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm
1: 20 years younger than you.
0: That's really kind of crazy. But I so. remember those little, um, those little booket things. He would get those in school and we would go get it him as person. I don't know mindset. if I've
1: ever said out loud that he's only seven years younger I know, I don't
0: think you ever have. So that kind of like brought it to home. <laughs> You could 100% be my mom. Yes. Uh, anyways, let's move on to Skippers. Do you ever remember?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Sorry. My mom loved Skippers. She loved the halibut at Skippers. I'm sure it was probably very disgusting. And now as a um, trained chef, I have a little bit of a better palate <laughs> than Skippers fish. But yeah. the clam chowder was tasty with a little tiny oyster crackers i'm just saying it was yeah. a thing
1: i know i remember going with my dad a couple of times i don't think my mom liked it but i remember going a couple times with my dad yeah it, it was it was fish and chips, it hey, was
0: fish and chips. Hey, i'm down mm-hmm.
1: um oh buffets so growing <laughs> up when it was your birthday you got to pick where we went out to eat i remember sitting in the back seat when it wasn't our birthday and me and my sister would chant sizzler sizzler (laughs) sizzler we wanted to go to the sizzler so bad keep in mind as a kid we did not order anything at the sizzler just at the salad bar but when i was little there was a kid's bar separate from the salad bar because the salad bar it was i mean it was an extensive salad bar they had like a taco bar it was a whole deal they had a kid's buffet and it was like little and kid size it was like shorter and cute and they had like chicken nuggets and pudding and jello and like all of these other fun things but it was like kid size and it was so fun and you know the the independence you felt of being able to like go and get your own food at the kids buffet bar nice Just loved it yeah loved the sizzler
0: <laughs> I like sizzler I mean I thought it was good we would go to the sizzler but we would as far as buffet we would with my grandparents go to ponderosa and I don't know that they're even around anymore. They probably are not. But in good old Murray, Utah, the Ponderosa was the place to be. It was awesome.
1: Was this like Ponderosa Steakhouse and Bonanza Steakhouse? Uh, I think it was just Ponderosa Buffet. I don't know. Yeah, there's a buffet. Shut Hot up. bar and a cold bar. <laughs> Fried chicken, baked chicken, chicken wings, meatloaf. What the heck? Like where? I'm looking it up. Locations. Okay, let's move on. Not a lot in food. Oh, I wanted to look up. Lunchables came out in like the 70s. I wanted to look up the kids cuisine TV dinners. Those were very iconic for me growing up. Sure. Loved those. Sure. The little, was it a penguin Uh mascot
0: on the box? We didn't
1: have very many of those. Those were the like, you know, my parents were faithful Friday night date nighters as we are now. And that was often what we had. When they would go out. Um, okay, music. Why don't, you, no. why don't you hit me with some music?
0: Well, it wouldn't be the 70s if you didn't have Donnie and Marie Osmond. <laughs> Love that. And I had a Donnie doll with his purple socks <gasps> and all. I did. I had a Donnie doll. I loved, well, they had a TV show. And so we would watch the TV show and I had my Donnie doll. And yeah, that was just kind of like the thing that I remember mostly when I was little is Donnie and Marie. But um, I also listened to, um, and we're talking like early on. This is not high school or even junior high. Junior high, there was a lot more 80s music. But like the 70s, I mean, I was nine. So like the Bee Gees and ABBA. Being with my dad, and we would be listening to the Bee Gees, or we'd listen to ABBA, Olivia Newton John, Neil Diamond, <sighs> just kind of those early, late seventies, before you start getting to all the great eighties music, because that I was like that. the best time. Yeah. We're what gonna about put some you? Clips
1: in. Um, so girl bands, Destiny's Child, Spice Girls, um, all of those were just they were great. They were everything. Um boy bands were even bigger for me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, ninety-eight degrees, um LFO? Is it LFO?
0: No clue. LFO.
1: I think it was. I don't know. <laughs> um so the song Barbie Girl by Aqua, I mean, come on. Uh-huh. Doesn't get more
0: I was still listening to 80s music in the 90s.
1: Um, and then, of course, um, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, mm-hmm. just icons, icons, man. Um, loved all of them. Getting their yeah. CDs. You always had to make sure that the lyrics were in that sleeve on that CD so that you could rock out.
0: What oh, was yeah. your first
1: concert? This is a good question. What's your, What was your first concert?
0: Boston. At Park West.
1: Can you can you sing me a little Boston? No. All right. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> um, my first concert was Kelly Clarkson.
0: Oh <gasps> it was? Yeah, Ooh, we wow. were not
1: concert like I didn't I didn't oh, go to I concerts was... as kids. Yeah. And I think that was the only concert I went to until mm-hmm. I went to college.
0: Yeah, mine was more post high school. What what's
1: your favorite concert been?
0: Um, let's see. Probably this is um I would probably say Chris Lido.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah, it was so cool. It was really, really cool. But Garth Brooks was really awesome as well because he puts on such a good show. Carrie Underwood puts on a really great show. Um I did go see U2. I was not a fan of U2, but my cousin had an extra ticket and so I went, but I was like really impressed with how awesome the show was.
1: That's awesome. My favorite concert's been um for sure Garth Brooks. I've been mm-hmm. to see Garth twice. Um and it was yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, Loved that. That was a good show. Okay. Um moving on. I, I put this in because I just felt like it was so iconic but the the Trapper Keeper and <laughs> Lisa Frank School Supplies that again doesn't get much more 90s than that. If you didn't have the latest Trapper Keeper and the Lisa Franks you just you weren't cool.
0: Yeah. Trapper Keeper was back in my day too in elementary. I had a Trapper oh, Keeper. Love loved it. And because I'm so organized it just like sang to my yeah. soul. Yeah. I loved it.
1: The embroidery fabric fabric sorry the embroidery thread friendship bracelets mm-hmm. were all the rage love that um okay let's get into fashion
0: okay this Yay. is good I was not a
1: fashionable <laughs> child I don't know I was I feel like fashion was different then like I look at kids yeah. in elementary school today and I'm like you look like a you know teenager or a college mm-hmm. student
0: yeah but Yeah, we kind of started, I think in the seventies was and it's funny to see now what is coming. I mean, obviously trends come and go and they try they pull. You know, there's no new ideas, I think. (laughs) But like I had the cutest little haircut and it was the Dorothy Hamill haircut. Yes. After the ice skater. Yeah. And it was just it was easy again. My mom just didn't have a whole lot of time to spend braiding hair. And so <laughs> I had short hair. But my Dorothy Hamill haircut was great with my corduroy little jumper with my turtleneck. It's m- oh. my most favorite picture ever. But Send it to me. I will. It's super cute. I loved corduroy. Corduroy was kind of a thing then. And then kind of later as I got into junior high, it was the neon. Mm. That was a huge thing was neon.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Haircut-wise, the Rachel haircut was total 90s.
0: <laughs> total 90s. I had I mean, the Rachel I mean, yeah, haircut.
1: the big bangs, the
0: mm-hmm.
1: – that was when I was, like, little, little was the – and, I mean, I even – I had corduroy overalls, I remember. I loved them. Those Again, I think because I was the youngest and had such older siblings. Sure. I'm sure so mm-hmm. many of these were hand-me-downs that I just didn't know or care. Yeah. Um, okay, Delia's clothing catalog that was a big deal. That first started in the 90s, very big in the 2000s, but it was Delia's brand and they had a clothing catalog I and man, catalog, huh? Everything I ever wanted was in there.
0: Yeah, ZC Mai had everything I ever wanted. Oh gosh. <laughs> they had an Esprit store in ZC Mai. Okay.
1: Um this is on both of our lists. Lip smackers.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. I loved the Lip Smackers. Dr. Pepper was my favorite.
1: Oh, yeah. That, I, that is universal. Every child, mm-hmm. every every girl knows the Lip Smackers, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And look at this. Careful, kids. You may end up with quite the addiction.
0: <laughs> it all stemmed from the Lip Smackers. Sure did. That's funny. Probably a class
1: action <laughs> lawsuit about that. Um, okay, what else? Oh,
0: the jelly sandals. I remember this, like, as a little girl oh, having oh. my jelly sandals with my cute little Easter dress. Yep, it's true. So
1: cute. They smelled so weird, though.
0: They did. They did. And they gave you really bad... um Blisters. Blisters.
1: Yeah. Rubbed your raw those jellies. But, man, we yep. loved them. Did you... They what did. colors did you have?
0: Uh, Just clear. And then I think I had pink ones at some so point. So cute. Mm-hmm.
1: Love that. All right, we're going to jump into TVs and movies. This is, I think, kind of our last section.
0: Seriously, the 70s shows were so much fun. We would watch Happy Days, Brady Bunch, Every oh. Night Before Dinner, MASH, um, Mork and Mindy. <laughs> I need I to mean, look some of these up. Oh, my gosh. I know. Some of them yeah. I don't. Yeah. And we, um, Willy Wonka and E.T. came out in the 70s. But I think probably the biggest one is Star Wars. I mean, we stood in line. And Indiana Jones, well, maybe Indiana Jones was a little bit later. But I remember standing in line for Star Wars with my mom and brother. That was huge. Um, Jaws came out in the 70s. Um Okay, so I've seen
1: a lot of Brady Bunch. I've seen some Mash. I have never seen Mork and Mindy, and I've never seen—I don't think any Happy Days. Like (gasps) I know the premise. I've seen, yeah, yeah, you know, but never like actually watched any of those. My TV show lists are um, like Fresh Prince, Saved by the Bell, um, TGIF. Oh, the best Friday night lineup, right? It was so good. Full House, Family Matters, Step by Step oh you just couldn't yeah. get enough of it it was so yep. good um sabrina sabrina the teenage witch was huge for me um loved loved that talking cat seinfeld mm-hmm. i still yeah, watch seinfeld good. We do regularly too. um power rangers when i was really little power rangers and wishbone <laughs> that's do you remember wishbone did no. you ever see wishbone oh Mm-mm. that dog that talking dog man he went that's on some funny. literary adventures <laughs> loved every moment of wishbone um all that on nickelodeon i was a we did have cable i was a cable kid um those were great so those tv shows that was kind of me um let's talk movies yeah movies what were iconic movies for you
0: um so willy wonka i remember going and seeing willy wonka and et yes and then Star Wars, you know, I mean, like, within when I was little or, like, in the 70s, obviously, were just kind of those are just what I remember most. And um, Star Wars was big because I had an older brother, and he loved Star Wars.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every kid in the 70s was a Star Wars kid. Mm-hmm. And it's still huge. My husband loved it. I mean, it was everything. Yeah. Um. So I feel like the counterpart to Star Wars for 90s kids was the Harry Potter books were released. Oh, sure. In the, in 97, I think was the first Uh book that was released. And as much as like seventies kids, like through their teenage years and like into adulthood, hundred percent star Wars, like that was so influential in their life. That is what Harry Potter is for me. Like, Mm -hmm. sure. I was five years old when the first book came out. And I remember going to the book midnight releases
0: Oh, wow. Waiting
1: at the bookstore for the seventh Harry Potter book to come out.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And it was, I mean, it was just a huge event. You're dressed up, and, and it's huge. The movie, Midnight Showings, I mean, that was my entire, like, teenage,
0: everything. Mm-hmm. That's great. So
1: influential. And, I mean, Star Wars, like, still, I mean, obviously, still top grossing, still just Yeah, huge.
0: yeah. You need to go to New York and see the uh, Harry Potter play Oh, the I just cat. saw that. Uh uh-huh, I just saw that in October. It was good.
1: Oh, what we haven't talked about? Yeah, that. No,
0: it was good. Did you read it? Um, no. I didn't read it. I didn't.
1: Um. Okay. Other movies. Titanic. The two VHS tapes.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. VHS. Where'd those go? That's sad. I know. I might. My kids. Well. Colton and Morgan probably do because they were a little bit older. We had all the Disney shows in that on VHS. But like Chase, he doesn't know VHS and that concept of rewinding, oh <laughs> rewinding be, the tape to wipe it again. Be kind, rewind. <laughs> Blockbuster. Oh, do you remember
1: Blockbuster nights? Yes. Hastings. The, the one closest to us was Hastings. And I oh, remember oh. my mom and <laughs> the late fees. She would get so mad about the late fees. <laughs> Oh, and in the Friday night movie. I mean, you had to. Yeah, that was what you did on a Friday night. You went. Yep. And picked out a movie.
0: Those were the days. Gosh. I was just
1: talking to some people the other day about how our kids don't understand the like bathroom breaks during commercials. Right. And yelling at your siblings, it's on as they're like, <laughs> just running because if you missed a second of your show, like there was no rewind.
0: There was no rewind. You nope. were not going back. You
1: missed the episode. Speaking of rewind, um, do you remember taping shows? Uh huh. From TV yeah. on on the VHS tapes. Yeah, so I used to
0: tape my soap opera.
1: Oh gosh, what was your soap opera?
0: <laughs> days of our lives, all uh, the way, all the way. Like
1: the sands of an hourglass.
0: <laughs> These <laughs> are it? the days of our lives. Oh, yeah, so
1: great. Oh, 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 oh! I had this pulled aside today. So James came home from school the other day, and. I looked in his backpack and I mean, this is, this is his preschool, but look at this, <gasps> this picture.
0: A do you remember those? Scholastic book order. Yes. Do you remember book um, orders? I do. I do.
1: I, I mean, okay. So you were a kid in the seventies. So yeah. 50 oh, years no. now.
0: Sure. No, I had them strong elementary school. 50
1: years at least.
0: Yep. Our teacher would not give in to us until we were like packing up our backpacks and walking out the door because then the kids would spend the time looking through it. So we would get it last. And I remember when I'd get that Scholastic book order, I would run home, grab my pencil and start going through it. I mean, I could not wait to get home to go through and find out. And I'd circle, circle each book that I wanted. And then I would give it to my mom. And I'm like, here you go. Here's what I want. (laughs) She's like, you can pick one. And I'm like, "Ugh." Just one? I can no. I can't pick one?
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I have the same memory. I mean, our teacher would put them in our cubbies so that we picked mm. them up when we left. Because, yeah, of course, you would just sit there and look at them forever.
0: Yep. Good job, Scholastic. You've lasted this long.
1: Okay. This episode has been so fun.
0: It has been fun. It little do all fun. of you
1: know, hopefully, depending on my editing skills. But we've had to stop and start this recording three times. Because my internet connection has been less than ideal today, so hey, what is maybe with it. you know an hour episode for all of you is definitely taking a lot longer. <laughs> for us, so.
0: We've learned some good things. Yeah, I mean, there's still a Godfather's Pizza on the planet, so I know, and, and aren't we all grateful far. for that?
1: <laughs> and man, uh, lip smackers, <laughs> lip smackers, Dr. Pepper. I need to look up the class action lawsuit that. Is a Dr. Pepper addiction as an Addict- adult
0: addictive recovery program? <laughs> yes,
1: it all started with the lip smackers. Sure did. That's so great. All right,
0: well, that has Thanks been fun. Thanks for hanging out I'm with gonna... me today. Oh, thank you. It was really good. I'm going to try to find me a boom box and yes. some leg warmers. So we're oh. going <laughs> to.
1: Yes. Okay, you need we're to start gonna... sending me pictures so I can get our social media lineup <laughs> ready there we for go. this week's Perfect. episode because. There's going to be some, some goodies. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. So everybody don't forget, please follow the podcast. Give us a rating and review. It really, really helps us out and helps other people find us and make sure you're following us on Instagram at the friend gap. We want to hear from you guys. We're going to be posting questions of course, about our upcoming episodes. And we want to hear about your iconic memories from the decade you were born. or really anything that you feel like is is gone but should come back. If I could take my kids to a blockbuster
0: and have them pick a movie, mm-hmm. I would oh love that. Oh my gosh, that would be fun. Thank you all for being here. We love what we're doing and we'll see you next week on The Friend Gap.